snakes wed in server rooms. They're a problem. If you have this problem, I'll talk you through how to solve it. I'm Mark Riddell and this is the Texas Podcast. We publish a new episode every Wednesday packed full of IT and cybersecurity advice to help businesses like yours to make the right decisions and get the best from your technology investment. Make sure to follow Texas on your favourite podcast player to ensure you don't miss future episodes. We've talked a lot about the problems that we see all the time when we're going to see server rooms and they're always the same problems. So the advice on how to fix this, unusually for IT, can actually be quite generic advice. Normally, advice has to be specific to your business and your situation. But for this particular problem, it can actually be quite generic because, like I said, it's very common. Where I would start is remove all the redundant equipment. Go through, look at any equipment that is not turned on. So anything that doesn't have lights on it, then check, is it plugged into anything? Can it be removed? And then safely, carefully remove redundant equipment. And this is why like, sometimes redundant equipment isn't removed. Because they think, well, it's a bit awkward to get out because there's loads of cables in the way. And if we try and remove it, we might accidentally unplug something else, right? But it's a great way to start. Remove redundant equipment. Secondly, and this is something that can be done cable by cable, but replace all those long cables that are five meters when they only need to be half a meter or less. Buy a load of new cables that are much shorter and the right length they need to be, and then replace all the cables for shorter cables that then can be easily identified from where it goes. So you don't have to spend ages tracing it through a whole snake's wedding of cables, right? You just go, right, that cable goes from there to there and you can see it. If you have an internal phone system, you might want to colour coordinate between cables that are for IT equipment, computers, things like that, and cables that are for phone system. That's quite a common thing you see. So some people might use green cables for their data and red cables for their voice. Is it that important? Not really, because you tend to find that a lot of businesses will have a dedicated switch for their phones anyway. It doesn't really matter. To me, all these devices are just stuff on the network. It doesn't really matter whether you identify whether something is your other phone. But some people do do it, and I have seen it. And then the next thing I would do is to get rid of all the old crap that's lying around in the server room. All the old IT stuff, get it disposed of properly. There are companies out there, if you search for IT recycling, things like that, that will come and pick up stuff. Now, they used to come and get stuff for free. Like if you had over so many devices, say, right, if you've got more than 50 devices that need recycling, we'll come and collect it for free. But nowadays they tend to charge for it. But as a one-time kind of cleanup, you'll need to document everything that you have, send a list to them, and they'll come and they'll get rid of all that stuff. So that'll free up all the floor space and, and everything else like that. And then actually the best thing that you can do in your comms room is to label stuff. So many times I see stuff and I can go into a comms room and look at something, go, right, that's a patch panel, that's a switch, that's a server, that's whatnot, you're okay. And I can then look at it and go, right, I understand what that is. And then from having looked at their IT from a computer or from logging into a server, I can understand the network. But if you're just looking at it physically, if you're just standing in front of it, looking at it with your eyes and you don't know how it's configured, then labeling things makes a huge difference. Like, for example, when we install networks, we will even label that something's a patch panel. Now, another IT company might be like, obviously that's a patch panel. 
can't be anything else. So that's a patch panel, that's a switch. We actually label those things. And if there's multiple, we'll say this is patch one, this is switch one, this is patch two, this is switch two. And the reason that we do that is because at some point in the future, if we have to talk the customer through doing something, we can say, right, go to patch one, port number four, plug a cable in there, and then plug it into switch three. It doesn't matter which port you put into the switch, just any free one will do. Because then we can give people clear, simple instructions to follow. So it makes changing the configuration of the network in the future much simpler. It also makes troubleshooting way easier because if you're standing in front of a network and everything, all the cables are clear to see, everything's labeled, then troubleshooting a problem is really simple. But if you're looking at that snake's wedding of cables, you go, where do we even start here? Because you also see what happens over time is when you've got the really, really long cables and someone needs to disconnect something. They disconnect it and they just leave the disconnected cable hanging in midair because it's going to take 15 minutes to unravel it through the complete mess of cables that is there. So they just leave it. Yeah, taking out all the redundant equipment, but taking out all the redundant cabling too is a good place to start. So once you've got all the stuff you're not using out of the way, you're left with just the stuff that you are using. And then it's a case of tidying it up. In most businesses, it's not going to be the benefit of tidying it up is not worth the downtime of starting from scratch. You're not going to say, right, we're going to shut the business for a week while we rebuild this whole thing. That's unlikely to ever happen. Unless you're a company like Volvo that shuts down for like a month every year, then you could probably do a big IT project like that. But I'm pretty sure known Volvo, they probably look amazing anyway. But, but the point is, is you want to do things that don't cause downtime, step by step, small things that you can do. What I would say is that if you're really unsure about any of this, you look at it and you're like, I don't really want to unplug anything because I don't know what it does in the first place. So if you unplug and it doesn't work anymore, then how do you fix it? Then you're best to speak, obviously, to your IT provider or IT professional company that ideally does this kind of stuff because it's easy to assume that all IT companies all do the same stuff, which we don't. Just like not all garages do the same stuff, like quick fit will do your brakes and your exhausts and your tires, but they're not going to rebuild your engine. So you need to go to an IT company that actually does data cabling and does this kind of installation work, because if it is a bigger project and you do need to manage it, then like any IT project, you need to plan it, manage it, ensure there's not going to be any interruption to the business operations and get it done. So if you'd like to discuss having a review of your snake's wedding of a server room then you can head over to m3networks.co.uk forward slash meet mark and book a free 15 minute follow my diary and we can have a chat about how we could potentially help you with this texas is an m3 networks podcast find out more at m3networks.co.uk